Letter 56 of Letters of John Keats to His Family and Friends Edited by Sidney Colvin This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo To Thomas Keats, Keswick, June ninth, 1818 My dear Tom, I cannot make my journals distinct and actual as I could wish from having been engaged in writing to george and therefore i must tell you without circumstance that we proceeded from ambleside to rydall saw the waterfalls there and called on wordsworth who was not at home nor was any one of his family i wrote a note and left it on the mantelpiece thence on we came to the foot of helvellyn where we slept but could not ascend it for the mist i must mention that from Rydal we passed Thurlswater and a fine pass in the mountains. From Helvellyn we came to Keswick on Derwent Water. The approach to Derwent Water surpassed Windermere. It is richly wooded and shut in with rich toned mountains. From Helvellyn to Keswick was eight miles to breakfast, after which we took a complete circuit of the lake, going about ten miles, and seeing on our way the fall of Laudor. I had an easy climb among the streams, about the fragments of rocks, and should have got, I think, to the summit. But unfortunately, I was damped by slipping one leg into a squashy hole. There is no great body of water, but the accompaniment is delightful, for it oozes out from a cleft in perpendicular rocks, all fledged with ash and other beautiful trees. It is a strange thing how they got there. At the south end of the lake, the mountains of Barrowdale are perhaps as fine as anything we have seen. On our return from this circuit, we ordered dinner, and set forth about a mile and a half on the Penrith Road to see the Druid Temple. We had a fag uphill, rather too near dinner-time, which was rendered void by the gratification of seeing those aged stones on a gentle rise in the midst of the mountains, which at that time darkened all around, except at the fresh opening of the vale of st john we went to bed rather fatigued but not so much so as to hinder us getting up this morning to mount skiddaw it promised all along to be fair and we fagged and tugged nearly to the top when at half-past six there came a mist upon us and shut out the view we did not however lose anything by it we were high enough without mist to see the coast of scotland the irish sea the hills beyond lancaster and nearly all the large ones of cumberland and westmoreland particularly helvellyn and scawfell it grew colder and colder as we ascended and we were glad at about three parts of the way to taste a little rum which the guide brought with him mixed mind ye with mountain water i took two glasses going and one returning it is about six miles from where i am writing to the top so we have walked ten miles before breakfast to-day we went up with two others very good sort of fellows all felt on arising into the cold air that same elevation which a cold bath gives one i felt as if i were going to a tournament wordsworth's house is situated just on the rise of the foot of mount rydall his parlor window looks directly down windermere I do not think I told you how fine 
the veil of grasmere is and how i discovered the ancient woman seated on helm crag we shall proceed immediately to carlisle intending to enter scotland on the first of july via carlisle july first we are this morning at carlisle after skiddaw we walked to treby the oldest market town in cumberland where we were greatly amused by a country dancing school holding at the ton it was indeed no new cotillion fresh from france no they kick it and jump it with metal extraordinary and whisk it and frisk it and toad it and goad it and twirled it and whirled it and stamped it and sweated it tattooing the floor like mad the difference between our country dances and these scottish figures is about the same as leisurely stirring a cup of tea and beating up a batter pudding i was extremely gratified to think that if i had pleasures they knew nothing of they had also some into which i could not possibly enter i hope i shall not return without having got the highland fling there was as fine a row of boys and girls as you ever saw some beautiful faces and one exquisite mouth i never felt so near the glory of patriotism the glory of making by any means a country happier this is what i like better than scenery i fear our continued moving from place to place will prevent our becoming learned in village affairs we are mere creatures of rivers lakes and mountains our yesterday's journey was from treby to wigton and from wigton to carlisle the cathedral does not appear very fine the castle is very ancient and a brick the city is very various old whitewashed narrow streets broad red brick ones more modern i will tell you anon whether the inside of the cathedral is worth looking at it is built of sandy redstone or brick we have now walked a hundred and fourteen miles and are merely a little tired in the thighs and a little blistered we shall ride thirty-eight miles to dumfries when we shall linger a while about nithsdale and galloway i have written two letters to liverpool i found a letter from sister george very delightful indeed i shall preserve it in the bottom of my knapsack for you dumfries evening of same day july one on visiting the tomb of burns the town the churchyard and the setting sun the clouds the trees the rounded hills all seem though beautiful cold strange as in a dream i dreamed long ago now new begun the short-lived paley summers but one from winter's ague for one hour's gleam though sapphire warm their stars do never beam all is cold beauty pain is never done for he who is mine to relish minus wise the reel of beauty free from the dead hue sickly imagination and sick pride cast wan upon it burns with honour due i oft have honoured thee great shadow hide thy face i sin against thy native skies you will see by the sonnet that i am at dumfries we have dined in scotland burns's tomb is in the churchyard corner not very much to my taste though on a scale large enough to show they wanted to honour him mrs burns lives in this place most likely we shall see her to-morrow the sonnet i have written in a strange mood 
half asleep i know not how it is the clouds the sky the houses all seem anti-grecian and anti-charlemagneish i will endeavour to get rid of my prejudices and tell you fairly about the scotch dumfries july second in devonshire they say well where be ye going here it is how is it with yourself a man on the coach said the horses took a hellish heap o' driving the same fellow pointed out burns's tomb with a deal of life there do you see it among the trees white wi a roon top the first well-dressed scotchman we had any conversation with to our surprise confessed himself a deist the careful manner of delivering his opinions not before he had received several encouraging hints from us was very amusing yesterday was an immense horse fair at dumfries so that we met numbers of men and women on the road the women nearly all barefoot with their shoes and clean stockings in hand ready to put on and look smart in the towns there are plenty of wretched cottages whose smoke has no outlet but by the door we have now begun upon whisky called here whusky very smart stuff it is mixed like our liquors with sugar and water tis called toddy very pretty drink and much praised by burns end of letter fifty six